Hey, pumpkins. Welcome to another episode of Copulators Die First. Hi. And as always, our episode contains spoilers. Heavy spoiler content. And if you haven't already seen the film, go ahead and press pause now and we'll be right here waiting for you when you're ready. Yeah. And now, on to this week's episode. Three malfunctioning security droids terrorize a group of teenagers locked inside a shopping mall. Hey everybody, welcome back to another episode of Copulators Die First. I am your host, Ashley, and with me always is... Nick! Yay! (laughs) My faithful co-host of all time, Mm -hmm. without fail. And with us, very special guest, introduce yourself. Uh, My name is Sarah. Hi, Sarah. Hi, I'm responsible for Chopping Mall. It was my special (laughs) request. Um, As your special request and podcast uh, debut. Yes. I'm all about it. And for those of you who don't know Sarah, Sarah is my, uh, you know, (laughs) homo-hetero counterpart. That's me. For uh, 12 years strong. Yeah, it's been a long time now. Yeah, almost as long as I've known Nick. Oh, wow. Yeah, Whoa. Nick and I have been friends for, I think this is our 16th year as a married couple. Yep. Wow. Yeah. We're going for longevity. It's fine, you know? It's like, it's not a marathon. It's a, um, whatever the opposite of a marathon is. A sprint? <laughs> no. It's a marathon, not That a is a marathon. It's a marathon. Oh, never mind. That's what I meant. <laughs> wow, I really got that one wrong. That's okay. It's fine. It's fine. That's all right. Um, we so, got you. We got what you meant. Uh, so, so, somebody surely did, so it's fine. Um, what was I going to say? Um, I was excited when Chopping Mall came out because it's one of my favorite bad movies, but it's also really poignant for this time of year because we're recording on Black Friday. It will be released on Cyber Monday. So... It's basically a giant commentary on consumerism in America. I would like to say that it was intentional, but I don't know if it actually was. Well, no, I'm saying it definitely is. And everyone can trust me when they say that because, you know, we're very political here on copulators diapers. So we're very into the times. So I'm glad. Consumerism is so bad. I hate consumerism. I think in this I think at this point in time, you can't afford to not have some kind of political commentary. Like mm-hmm. you have to, you have, this is, if you're going to have a platform now is the time to do it. Um, definitely. And consumerism is a fucking nightmare. It's the worst. And I feel like this movie kind of, you know, uh, helps in painting that picture because everyone in this mall are the worst people. They um, are. Like the, the the first five minutes of this movie are well after the whole like um promo demo- video. The promo video and the demonstration with the robots. The next five minutes are like a giant infomercial about how it's really hard to like be a person in a mall or something. I feel that implicitly. <laughs> I hate that girl that drops the tray of all the food. Not because she drops the tray of all the food, but because, like, oh, she just seems like a B 
biatch. I don't know. <laughs> um, I feel like this movie is super important to us because, as Sarah was saying prior to recording, this is, as Jersey people, <laughs> this true. this is a snapshot of our culture in the eighties. Yeah, like high was... porch, like Short Hills Mall, like high. I was talking about mall culture with my roommate. Um, because we had been talking recently about like dead malls. Yeah, there's a ton um, here in Ohio. And a I ton. showed one of those um Dan Bell videos on YouTube. Dan Bell does this great dead mall series on YouTube. Um and he had kind of made a commentary about how like mall culture is dying everywhere. And I was like, is it really? And he was like, Yes, you just don't have a good picture of it here because like New Jersey mall culture will never die. Yeah, I was about to it's say it's like diner definitely. culture. It's woven into the fabric of our society as New Jersey natives. That's fine. I'm good with that. I mean, I don't, I don't go to mall. the mall personally. I mean, I will say I'm forced to go to the mall when I want to see a movie. That's um, true. Um, but like, either than that, I don't find myself in a mall very often. But I will say I live on Staten Island now. And Staten Island mall culture is very much thriving. Yeah. Uh, but that's also because Staten Island is basically New Jersey. <laughs> um and also Staten Island is like ugh, teenagers are the worst here. So so they belong in malls. It's like a giant mm-hmm. prison for them. Or a daycare. Um a little bit of both. Like teenager daycare, I guess. I didn't go to the mall much as a teenager though, I have to say. Um, I did a lot because I was friends with somebody and that was like their their dream day was like to hang out at the mall even though we were teenagers and had no real spending money (laughs) but it was just cool to be at the mall it was a cool thing it was a cool thing and whenever i see teenagers now of course like i'm 32 year old so i'm like get out of my way like like, i I gotta get i gotta get the hot topic and build a bear get out of my way (laughs) my way i have needs well mostly my need is these days is to um buy sheet masks and leave yeah yeah um you yeah. need a shirt that says i'm just here for a sheet mask mm. like I, I, i'm i'm a lush for lush get out of my way mm. literally Ooh, nicholas we do have a lush in an outdoor mall if that's what you're feeling like oh no, i mean the only reason i even gave lush as an example is because the last time arthur went to the mall he went to lush lush ain't and- bad no, it's not bad at all, but there is a bag of Lush things right next to me. Oh, um, it must smell lovely. It does smell lovely. Um, there's like some raspberry soap jelly thing that we haven't tried yet. I don't know. Those things are wild. It's <laughs> jelly soap. It's it scares crazy. me. It seems like witchcraft, so I don't want to use it. That's fair. That's witch technology. Yeah. And jelly just- soap. Jelly soap and, um, you know, like... Uh, Changing your suitors into ducks and stuff. Exactly. Yep. Both two. Same level. Absolutely. Same level. I but, think you could please. I just want a bar of soap. Do you think you could find it at the same mall that Chopping Mall was filmed at? I mean... If, if that I would, still existed, I would hope so. <laughs> I mean, they had a full store called House of Almonds, so they must have had a soap store. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. I was so. I was remiss about like there was no hot dog on a stick present. There was a hot dog place. It, <sighs> it was in the background a couple times, but it was like in weird like kindergarten type font. Oh, okay. 
And that just made me uncomfortable. <laughs> My like, like, favorite thing about the well, I have a lot of favorite things about this movie because this movie is very silly. But I love the montage in the beginning of like everybody at the mall. Yeah. Oh, yeah. It's so it's so ridiculous because I was like, even as like a person from New Jersey who goes to malls like very frequently, I was like, malls are not like this. Like, th- is this an '80s thing or a movie thing? Like, well, that's the thing. Like the models on the escalator in their little bathing suits and then like that poor woman with all her food that she dropped. Yeah, it was like an infomercial for like, I'm a person in a mall. Oh my God, my life is so hard. And the mall is magical. But then there was like no offering of a product to make their lives better. It was just the bad part of the infomercial. And I also felt really bad for that little kid who had his ice cream cone in the back of the elevator and then he got crushed in the back and then and then he got his ice cream all over him and he was sad about it. That's but also was he sad about it? Because that was definitely like the kid of somebody from the production team and they were like, all right, look at the camera. And he didn't know if he should like smile or not. So he kind of smiled, even though he's supposed to be sad about not having his ice cream anymore. Um, <laughs> yeah. That child is the most accurate representation of me as a small I've ever seen. <laughs> This is sad. Sad Excuse child. me, I'm here. I'm here. Please don't crush me. What is just like really interesting to me about this whole movie is like, why would you party in a furniture store at the mall? Questionable. Like, Questionable why, choices. Like, why would why would that be the place? Why wouldn't you just like go to somebody's basement? Somebody has to have a rec room. Okay, well, here's my theory. They didn't, they were too lazy to go to someone's house. So they took advantage of the furniture store because then they could have the sex and not have to change the sheets on the bed, which was like, why were they talking about that? They were talking about having fresh sheets so much. And I was just like, what is going on? These, Also, the people with the mechanic business were like 10 years older than all of the other people. Did Why you, were they there? Did you notice how the girl in the buffalo plaid shirt looked like Kobe Smulders from How I Met Your Mother? Yes. Yes, I did. I like she, can never unsee that. Yeah, she also looks like, but like not as much as Colby Smulders, but she looks a little bit like the girl from, I'm pretty sure it's Nightmare on Elm Street 5 that gets turned into a cockroach. Oh my God. Like a little bit, not too much. Um, But yeah, I don't know why these people were together in this mall. Nothing made sense. Um, I hate that they... Were to, I don't want to say they were discriminating against Italian people, but they were painting a very bad picture with that pizza shop. Yeah, that that like, was not. Yeah, I'm sure as Italians, it was not appreciated. But also, that place was cute. And if it was run properly, it could have been cute. Um, so... I'm mad at that guy that was wiping that spatula on his shirt and being a yeah, jackass. I was going to say, like, no self-respecting, as a self-respecting Italian person, no self-respecting Italian person would do that. No. 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 
And it, the, the name was weird, too. It was like, it was a name that made no sense at all. Um, no, but when I tell you, when she was like, I want an order of garlic logs, I was like, me, <laughs> too. It's most relatable content in this whole movie. And then there was that, the, they had that guy that was there, and they were like, oh, be, be aware of him, because he'll, he'll get more than just his food if you let him. And then he's like, excuse me, I need more butter. And I was like, oh, okay, so now we are discriminating against Italians and being fatphobic. This is a really great movie. Um, but for some reason, I always forgive it. It's just so bad. It's super bad. It reminds me a lot of, like, if Short Circuit went wrong. Oh, absolutely. So this movie was written in literally 24 hours, right? Well, yeah. Um, Yeah. So so I started thinking about Short Circuit. This is, like, the 10th time I've seen this movie. And I was like, haha, Short Circuit. So then I looked it up. And I was like, oh, that's odd and funny. This movie and Short Circuit came out in the same year. What? How strange. How strange indeed. I saw something that like this move, like the movie took like 22 days to film or something like that. Yeah. 20. It was like, yeah, something like that. 21, 22 days. That's wild. That's wild. Like, you have to spend 21 days in a mall? That sounds like fucking hell to me. Well, well they, and apparently they could only um, they could only film at night. Yeah. Like, after closing hours, which is also kind of crummy. And, and like, they, they were able to film in that place they filmed in because they promised they wouldn't leave any trace of, like, whatever. But they broke a lot of glass, and they set a lot of fires, and they spilled a lot of paint. Yeah, can we talk about that really fast? That was one of the weirdest things about this movie, other than the furniture store orgy, in my opinion. I I did not know that malls came equipped with a full, like, Sherwin-Williams. That Um, was wild, yeah. I mean, there's a Sears in most malls, right? Um, I think. Are they still around? Well, no, I'm saying there are. Right. <laughs> um, at least there is one in the malls in New Jersey that are near where we grew up. So. Um, but do they carry paint? Is that a thing that they carry? Um, I think so. I mean, they carry like lawnmowers. And- yeah, I know they carry like heavy duty appliances. I feel like they do. I don't know. It just felt weird to me that there was an entire store dedicated to paint. I mean, yeah. There was a lot of stores dedicated to one thing that didn't make sense, you know? Um, Case in point, House of Almonds. I wanted that (laughs) store to be open. I wanted to go there. I would love to go to the House of Almonds. That would make me a very happy person. I just, like, I want to know. I want to know... Um, a variety of things about this movie, including all these dudes and ladies worked at this mall, right? Yeah. Sure. Mm, well, most of them. Yeah. yeah. Um, Not a weird married couple. Yeah. 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 No. yeah. Uh, but who all sat down and was like, all right, 645, mall closes, 7 o'clock, meeting at the furniture store, 8 o'clock, everybody be naked. <laughs> <laughs> Basically, so I literally like 
pulled up at our house here and then immediately turned this movie on so I could refresh myself with some of the details. Sure. Um, As a responsible person would do. It seems like um, the one girl, Susie, Uh she's the ringleader in all of this because Colby Smulders talks about it. I should stop calling her that. That's not her name. Um, (laughs) And then... Like, somebody else is talking, and they're like, oh, Susie's expecting us. Like, this is Susie's thing. Like, she's really excited for it. So, I think it's all Susie's fault. Well, Susie is the one with the big boobs, right? Mm, no, I think that's Linda. Oh, God. So many white people this, names. I think, I think her name is Linda or something. She's the one with the cigarettes. Yeah, the one with the cigarettes, and she so looks... Susie is the one... This is just something that tickled me. I thought it was very, very funny. Um, and they're, like, in the locker room scene, like, after work, like, they're getting ready for this party, and they pan to her getting dressed, and she's just pulling on, like, a full, like, weird lace, like, body-stocking thing. Um, like, and it's, like, under her jeans. It was just the weirdest thing, because in my head, I was like, lace is itchy. Like, that's not fun. Like, way to put on like a like a spank. It no, listen. She had on like a weird lace like bodysuit thing, and then like a vest, and then her guest jeans because it's the eighties. What a um, look! Oh, style icon, absolutely. Um, what else do we need to address about this weird as fuck movie? Um, Dick Miller as the custodian. <laughs> Yeah, he's a he's an '80s horror icon, and he actually that comp that like scene of him getting electrocuted made it into best electrocution scenes of all time. Really? Yeah. Wow. Well, congratulations wow. to him. Because... Congratulations to Dick Miller. <laughs> One thing this movie has going for it. Um, I'm sure. I wonder, like, how much he you know was acquired for because they had a hefty budget. Yeah. 800k. Oh, wow. Doesn't really show. <laughs> I mean, have you seen, uh, you know, Thanks Killing? <sighs> no, I have not, actually. Well, that was made for 3500 bucks, and you'd be surprised. Yeah. Oh, that's... that's on my list, then. I'll have to... Uh... It's an adventure. Let's put it that way. It's also not much of a commitment. It's not that long. No, so... it's 66 minutes, I think. I mean, this movie is also not that long, so... No, hour and 16 minutes. Yeah. Um, so I guess my my biggest complaint about this movie is the advertising is very misleading. Um, I remember when I first learned of this film many years ago, and I looked it up, and I saw the poster and I was like oh this looks really cool like there's this robot arm and it has a bag and there's body parts in it and so like the name Chopping Mall makes a whole lot of sense and you're thinking like okay humanoid robots probably will be like somebody in a suit whatever and then you watch this movie and it's like trash cans on wheels (laughs) um It's just not, it's not, it doesn't live up to the poster. Exactly. 
It's not what I signed up for. Yeah, it's um, mildly disappointing, I would say, if I'm being kind. Like, I want to watch, I want to watch the movie that this poster promised me, not what I had to watch. Um, I would see this is one that I would love a remake of. Well, they so somebody bought the rights to it, like I think three or four years ago, but there's been there's been no movement. I would love to see some movement because, like, this this movie is like absolutely like a guilty pleasure movie. Um, I don't believe in guilty pleasures, but it's just one of those where, like, you know, it's bad going in, and you know, it's going to be very silly, but you just put it on because it's just like. And, like, the premise is also so extremely the 80s because it's so, it's to the extreme. Like, to the extreme. But, like, also, no mall needs to have, like, metal hatch doors that close to trap people inside after a certain hour. And then also employ robots that um, have lethal means of... Uh, you know, apprehending people, but then they go evil because they're shocked with lightning, kind of. Um, and then, and then also they have lasers, but like the the lasers are questionable because, like, are they able to control the power of the beam? Because at first, you know. Like, they shot him at somebody, and it just, like, gave them, like, a little owie. But then, like, a second later, they explode a girl's head with the laser. Yeah, Leslie. Leslie's noodle just gets fried right off. But oh, my then- God. I was going to say, yeah, that's her name is Leslie. Oh, Lord. Um, yeah, but then, like-, like... I think that's, like, my favorite scene of the movie is her running through the mall in her underwear well, that was like that was their whole budget for special effects was that head exploding. Oh so. god, it's my favorite part of the movie. It's so good. If um, I could cosplay, I would cosplay her. <laughs> so so walk around in your underwear and the shirt. <laughs> but how do you take your head off? I don't. Yeah. I'm pre pre noodle explosion, Leslie. Okay, I mean, I would cosplay a killbot. Uh, to be honest with you, because that seems like a really comfortable costume. I could just like sit on one of those scooter chairs that like a Jackie. Yeah, I could get a Jazzy and then like put a cardboard box over me and go, can I see your ID? And then thank you. Have a good day. And everyone would be like, oh, you're a killbot. Get it? Ha ha ha. I think you're either a killbot or a Dalek. Mm, yeah. So there we go. Like, it's like but, a winner either way. Um. <laughs> But yeah, so I the killbots were clearly not well. At first, they weren't called killbots, but that is the name that they have been given so lovingly by its fan base. But also, this movie was originally supposed to be named Killbots, which makes more sense than Chopping Mall, given the platter that we've been handed. But regardless, um, you know, when I was told Chopping Mall was the title, um. I was hoping there would be like a chainsaw wielding maniac or that, you know, there would be some chopping chopping. You know? Yeah. Or um, maybe like one of the killbots would have like a sweet, like Ginsu knife. Cause those are big in the eighties. Oh yeah. yeah, they were. But like the poster already like has this robotic arm, right? Right. So like I'm thinking like 
technology gone crazy. It is the 80s. It's going to be gross. It's going to be great. And while it is those things, it's also like the Splenda version of all those things. Yeah. It's like chopping mall light. Yeah. Where is the crystal light of of what I wanted? Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. That's basically what's going on here. But um, yeah. So, but back to the laser thing, it just perplexes me because then like they can shoot through a human head they can make someone bleed um they can cut through metal with it but then also not because it bounces off but then also they can cut through metal with it but somehow their lasers bounce off of a mirror um and not go through it it not yeah the 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 physics of these robots were not well thought out and and as a scientist it angers me um but also i'll let the anger go because it's you know a b movie um but come on like i wish we had somebody that we can like dial in that like works with lasers on the regular i wish it'd be like hi so can like a laser cut through human flesh but then also bounce off a mirror like can you just let me know I would like um, an information on the physics. Yeah. I would like Um, to see it. So, yeah, but this is a silly little ditty. Um, One of of my favorite things about this movie, (laughs) the lasers in particular, uh um, this is produced by Roger Corman, Uh who also made the original World of Worlds, the movie. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And they, the World of Worlds sounds are the same laser sounds. Oh no! Yeah, right. that makes a lot of sense, though. They recycled laser sounds. It shows. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that does show. Um, I mean, it reminds me of the, uh, you know, Alpha Five finally giving up on Gordon's bullshit and just goes haywire and gets a mall job. You know what? I just like uh, so so for 1986 robots that get struck by lightning and gain. Um, the ability to control themselves between the killbots and Johnny Johnny five is alive from short circuit. I'm taking Johnny five. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, Not only because he is good and not evil, but because he seems like uh, more fun to hang out with. Yeah. These dudes just kind of seem like a bunch of wet blankets in my opinion. I don't know. Business. um, So much fun. Yeah. I don't know. And all these all these white people can also just go. I don't need any of them. It's fine. All these white no, people. I have so many. I, I, made, I wrote comments about Susie specifically because she's the most annoying character in the entire movie for me. Um, well, like after she suddenly has claustrophobia in the ducks or like before then even? Literally like the entire movie. I just... Okay. I mean, that's valid. Like, specifically yeah. in the ducks when she's like i gotta go he needs me he needs me he doesn't need you no he does not calm down like he very adamantly has like an either a shotgun or an ar-15 like he is okay like he's okay but she was like doing her thing she was like i gotta go he needs me he needs me and where did it get her she burned to death yeah um awkwardly that like (laughs) she she died so awkwardly um i hope you put that on her epitaph she died so awkwardly. All right, um, Susie. The yeah. 
character. No, it was it was a whole thing with her. Um, and like I'm glad the two that did survive were the ones that survived because they were the most likable out of like everyone. Mm-hmm. Um, they were, but like I, I just I don't know. They're just all they're all annoying. Um, they're all annoying. I'm I'm super concerned about the couple with the mechanic business because um, they shouldn't be hanging out with teenagers in this capacity. Um, they shouldn't be promoting underage drinking and sexual uh, intercourse, but they very much are. Um, I mean... These these boys need to learn how to woo a lady because when you tell somebody that they smell like pepperoni and you think <laughs> that's a good thing. And he goes, like, it's okay. I like pepperoni. That yeah. doesn't make it better. It doesn't make it better. Also, like, yeah, bro, you like pepperoni because you're probably going to have sex once with this girl and be like, oh, no, I like the pepperoni. Pepperoni um, for me, please. Yeah. That's why I was really annoyed when she was like, he needs me. And he got really mad after she burned to death i was like how committed were you to that relationship anyway yeah not very but really it just it became like a whole soap opera moment and i didn't hate it but it was just like okay so here's this is where we're at and um i mean there's so the two old people i don't want to call them old people but the older like friend couple at the demonstration at the beginning um they like worked so hard to make them featured characters but like it was almost an inside joke for the filmmakers only unless people had seen the other movies that those two characters were already in um and also their comments were annoying, especially the one where the guy was like, the one, the robot in the middle it seems uncomfortably ethnic to me. And I was like, I did that. I wrote that down because I hated it. I was like, you didn't need to, that did not add anything to this. No, it did not. And like, why are you working to feature characters from another movie in your movie? Um, I don't even know what movie they're from. I just know they're from another movie. Um, and they were just like wet blankets on the beginning of the movie. Like, I feel like I did not have the chance to properly bond with these robots because of them. Um, and that's just a disservice to the viewer. So really poor decision making on the filmmakers part. Um, I hope people... Uh, are sensing my sarcasm here. I just felt like I needed to say that in case you weren't. Um, but, you know, it's a fun little ditty. It makes no sense at all, but whatever. It makes no sense. I have to say, though, I um, I did like how badass Allison got at the end of the movie. She, like, really turned it out. Oh, yeah. She, she was like, I got a flare in my pocket, and I'm going to kill you with it. And yeah, all of the- I, I I was like, you know what? You were kind of boring at the beginning of this movie. Was not feeling your cardigan moment, but you weren't. I was not. I oh, mean, the weird the weird button down with the cardigan and the mom jeans. It wasn't for me. 
I, I feel like I would have been her if I was a girl in the 80s. So that's... Oh, I totally would have been Ferdy simply because at the end he's got a giant like brain gash and he's using oh. a whole roll of toilet paper. Just like... Yeah, he's just he's soaking <laughs> up his blood. Me. With a roll of toilet paper. I mean, I absolutely... My roommate and I were talking about this recently because we've been going through this really like big 80s music phase where we've just been like obsessively listening to 80s pop music. Absolutely. I said, I was like, well, I wonder what kind of people we would have been in the 80s, like if we had lived in the 80s. Um, and I probably would have been Allison as well. I probably would have been just like a big old nerd because like I was a big old nerd in high school anyway. Um, so like I probably still would have been the same way. Um, but I, I love how badass she got at the end of the movie that like. Yeah. She, didn't, she didn't need no man to rescue her. She had it. She didn't. But then also, like, I'm thinking to myself, is typical wall paint flammable? Because I if... had the same thought. So thank you for bringing that up. Because then I'm because then I'm sitting in my house and I'm like, am I sitting in a tinderbox? Also, the 80s, probably lead paint. Is lead paint flammable? Who knows? I don't honestly I don't think that wall paint even in the 80s is flammable. She didn't have to do that because ultimately what the flammable substance was was all of the paint thinner that she threw on the floor. Yeah. Um so she was just making like a Jackson Pollock is what she was doing. She was having a little fun before she killed a robot. Um and you know what? She's she she deserves that. Um, so congratulations. She she used a lot of pastels. It was very Easter. Um, I mean, I don't think that, that would was, not have uh, been my color palette. To it be was honest. released March 86. So they probably were going for an Easter palette. Mm, it uh, wouldn't have been. It's not what I would have gone for, but it's fine. Um, anyway, so Chopping Mall. Um, super fun. <laughs> super stupid. Um not all Italians that own pizza shops are fat slobs that are gross. Um, just want to put that out there. Uh, what else? What 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 other things should we um, clear up here? Sarah, uh, you have a list. So I made wanna, a, I made a vague list. Um, do you want to address some of your vague list concerns as a, this is, this listener is a vague- and, and a uh, a newly added horror fan okay this is something i've noticed across the board about 80s horror movies and i yell about it to my roommate every single time we watch a horror movie like specifically friday the 13th because this is a this is a friday the 13th thing is too for me every pair of underwear in the 80s gives whoever is wearing it diaper butt and i don't like it (laughs) that is true Um, yeah i don't like it I also, noticed it with what with Robin Sparkles over there in her white underwear that she was wearing for her mm-hmm. lumberjack husband in this movie. Ugh, she was diaper butt. Diaper butt. It's not a good look. I don't not like a it. good look. Also, at one point, Gertie had like full on moose knuckle while they were like, <laughs> like it was. It was one of those. <laughs> it was supposed to be one of those dramatic like we're badass moments where it was the three guys walking in the mall with their guns. Yeah, yeah. they were like a Rambo moment. But he had his pants hiked up so far that it was like full on in your face. This is what I'm working with. And I was I like, could, I could see your whole twig and berries right now. Yeah, I was like, OK, OK, we get it. We get it. You kissed a girl and you liked it. Um, <laughs> you kissed a girl, period. <laughs> yeah, that's true. Um, 
but you know high five Gertie so um, yeah also he was the cutest because all the other ones had horrible personality flaws that even if they were Adonis's would have maybe not liked them but most of their faces were like I, they were like Rambo knockoffs basically they were just all like like squinting the whole time and also like there was the one guy that got killed first that was like chewing gum and it was horrible and he needed to stop he chewed gum in every single scene he was horrible i hated him okay um sorry i could hear my washing machine outside so i had to close the door um what else do i have on my list here um when he said when Ferdy says that he saw dirty harry 24 times um yeah why did you keep track? Also, but also, times. I like that he unloaded his revolver and then threw the entire gun. Yeah. Also, Just threw it. No revolver has that many bullets as well. But that's, nope. you know. Um, so there's that too. Um, what else do I have written on my list here? I've already addressed Susie's body stocking, which is the weirder shit to be Susie just unravels real fast so fast so fast she I'm, I'm not saying that that wouldn't be me because I am I would absolutely um but she just unravels real fast she loses her mind like instantaneously as soon as yeah. every, as soon as the shit hits the fan she's gone she is donezo um which, which is, is very I, bizarre because hi you work in retail seriously like Reno workers, like, most unflappable people. Yeah, I think that's where a large source of my um, resilience comes from is, uh, you know, working retail. Mm -hmm. Same. Absolutely same. Um, Another thing I have written down is Susie's dance moves. (laughs) Um, Anybody paid attention to her moves, but they were certainly something. Um, I feel like all the dancing wasn't great. Um... Especially, I will actually say, especially Susie's dancing, because I feel like the guy that she was with, because I already forgot his name and I don't care, right. he, like, kind of forced her to dance, you know? Um, and even in dancing, consent needs to happen, and I feel like it wasn't there. No, no. Um, she Her heart wasn't in it, and you could tell. No. She was just flopping around. She was also, like, too concerned about setting up her friend with Gertie, which, you know, in the end, she was a good matchmaker. So good on you, Susie. But not on you, Susie. That was her final gift to the world, I guess. <laughs> Literally. I bestow upon you this uh, nerd lad in a shirt that I unbuttoned three buttons down right behind you and then told you to turn around. I mean, let's be real. The gift in this movie is not her personality because it's garbage. So that's the least she could do for them. You know, what else do I have? Um, I have a bone to pick with Leslie. Uh-oh. <laughs> uh, Lay it on me. Okay, my bone to pick. Um, like, they're doing their hanky-panky thing. And he goes under the covers. And then she's like, you know, I don't allow that. Oh, what? yeah. That was What's wrong with you. Stupid. What is that wrong was... with you? She deserved to die for that specifically. But like, I mean, what? yeah, you like... found somebody who's willing to do that for you, willing and able and ready. 
like, and like a, a what dude, about that great dude right and like what what about that was against her what moral code or something like i don't know she was making out with this gum chomping asshole in front of her father who owns this furniture store and she had no problem with that also you're boning in a furniture store eight feet away from your closest friend circle but you're gonna get high and mighty about some dude visiting your downtown district with his face it might have been less than eight feet to be honest with you i feel like they were all very close (laughs) i was being generous they were uncomfortably close i did not like it but that, that in particular I like I remember the first time I watched that movie, I turned to my roommate Chad and I was like, what is wrong with her? Like, just let it happen. Like, just like, really? Like, no. And you know what? Kudos to him for um, listening to her when she said no, obviously. True. He did That's the bare true. minimum as a man, um, which I appreciate from him. But I don't know, man. Leslie. You could have had everything. You could have had your boyfriend for a couple minutes longer, too. JK, she got her head blown off instead. That's what she deserves. I feel like that's an accurate statement. Because she wanted Virginia Slims. Virginia Slims. Like... I didn't know she was my mom in in the 90s. Mildred. Yeah, Millicent. Um, Mildred Templeton with her Virginia Slims. Yeah, so this I also thought it was weird that they sold cigarettes in the mall, but only because I have never seen a mall sell cigarettes. Like, I knew it was totally common for them there to be like cigarette machines because I've seen them. Oh, yeah, but like in a mall? Question mark? Okay, um, yeah, who knows? I mean, it was the 80s, right? Like, 88 was a wild year. Um, people smoked everywhere, didn't they? Yeah, I think so. I guess, you know, um, yeah. As a quote-unquote non-smoker, um, I can vouch that there was, like, a a thing in the 90s of, like, a smoking section and a non-smoking section in the restaurants. Mm-hmm. There, there certainly was. Yes, indeed. Um. I also really enjoyed when that dude went to go get the cigarettes and the killbot choked him out and his head almost fell off yeah i was like i have seen some choking in my day but never their blood no no that was... i've never seen anybody get choked so hard that they start bleeding from their neck i just don't understand any any of the kills you know what i mean like if you notice even like the the um the the maintenance man the janitor that got electrocuted and apparently it's one of the best electrocutions in horror history yeah um when that killbot like sent out its little taser thing um it was no longer attached to the robot so how did he provide the electricity to the taser to make that happen Cinemagic. Cinemagic, apparently. Yeah. Um, I mean, I could really get into the weeds of this thing and pull it apart because it's a hot mess. But, like, why do that? It's Chopping Mall. Give me, um, give me your top three complaints. Top three complaints. Okay. Um, that way you get what you want. And then also you're put on a limit. 
Okay, so my first complaint is just in general, this whole idea of the mall orgy. Um, Oh, I agree. The mall orgy is a bad idea. Yeah, Um, I'm on that. I don't like it. I mean, I think number two, like, just so we're all-encompassing here, the creation of the evil robots, how did that happen? Um, But then also, all of the kills were poorly executed and or thought out so like there's a lot of things that might have actually been survivable in real life and they didn't like like Susie probably would have been burned badly but just passed out from the pain but then survived um and I feel like at one point I watched this movie and I thought there was a version where the robot then rolled over Susie and that's why she died. But <laughs> when I watched her like it, a tube of toothpaste. Yeah, but when I watched that's it, hilarious. That would have been great. But when she when I watched it on Amazon, that didn't happen. So I was like, I might have made that up in my head because full disclosure, I probably did. Um, probably it could have been. She would have written thinking. that part better. That would have been great. Like oh, um, and then also like. Just it, the evil level on these robots in general. What is their um, motivation here? What is going on? Um, and then, like, because I have to add this fourth thing, I already, I already mentioned it. But just the false advertising of the promotion and the visuals of this movie with the movie poster. It's just not it's not fair to the consumer. And that brings it back around to hashtag consumerism, which is bad. Um, if you partake in Cyber Monday, don't worry about it. I get it. Um, and or Black Friday. Just be safe, you know. But, like, consumerism in America is a bad thing. And consumerism is what created these robots. I wouldn't say that I'm entirely a germaphobe, but people's butts have been on those couches where you're now putting your nude butt. Right. Ew. Blech. Yeah, so like, you know, that's that's one of my biggest complaints. I know I shouldn't think that hard into it because, hi, it's just a movie and it's also the 80s, but like, that's gross. It is gross. It's like a little too festive for me. That's like yeah. you're having too much fun. Also, do they use protection? Because I don't think anyone ever mentioned a condom. I didn't see anybody strapping on, so I'm hoping. I mean, at this point, everybody's dead. So if anybody got anything or pregnant, then, um, you know, null and void. Yeah. yeah. Just just, uh, just uh, thinking out loud, I guess. But, um, yeah. So, cool. So- so how could this have been avoidable? How, well, yeah. So let's let's just like let's break this down even a little bit further. Let's start with how could this have been avoided? How could this have been avoided? Um, I mean, on on a, on a grand level, uh, we wouldn't have evolved into a gross animalistic society in the '80s where it was okay to cheat on your spouse and spend as much money as you want while also doing drugs. So again, hashtag consumerism. Um, but I guess if we really just wanted to avoid this, um, the people who own this mall could have realized maybe robot guards are not a smart idea in 1986 when robots are not advanced enough to 
be given this type of responsibility. Also, the other thing is that you basically, in synopsis, summarize the 80s. A lot of drugs, a lot of cheating on your wife, a lot of hanging out at the mall. Yeah, I, um, my way that we could have avoided all of this would be to have your freaking house party instead of a mall party. Go to somebody's house, order pizza, um, do all your dumb, weird crap there at somebody's house. Like, you're friends with a literal married couple. They can't have you all at their house. Maybe they live in their truck. Uh, truck party. (laughs) That's even weirder. That's even worse. They're like, they'd be literally doing it on top of each other in the truck. Some people are into that. Yeah. I'm still concerned about that married couple's intentions this entire time. Why are they hanging out with teenagers? Agreed. No, it's true. It's true. It's one thing when you have like married friends as an adult person. Yeah. But like, if you're a teenager and you just like happen to have friends who are a married couple that own a business, no less. How'd that happen? That's definitely some over 30s shit. I don't like it. I don't don't even want to be seen by anybody under the age of 20. So, like... Yeah. No, that's a big mood. I feel that as as an almost 30-year-old homo. As a 32-year-old, I can very confidently tell you. Anybody under the age of, like, 21, maybe? Like, if if we can't go to a bar together and hang out, I don't want any part of it. I don't know anybody under 21. Dylan just turned 22 two days ago, and I barely want to talk to him. Ew. (laughs) My full-grown adult brother, I barely want to talk to you. No, he's a baby. Mm. Yeah, no, I just, like, were they using them to get alcohol? I I don't know. Um, Anyway, um... I, I think it would be a fun exercise to do fuck, marry, kill, but only with the kill box. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I'm into it. Sarah, okay. as guest, would you like to go first? Um, sure. Oh, man. Um, do we want to address them as like level one, level two, level three? Whatever I guess you want. Doesn't yeah. matter. All right. Um... Oh my god, I I was not ready for this. I thought you were going to say with like the car- with like the actual people, and I was ready to be like none of them. Um, we've had a lot of that lately. <laughs> yeah, we've done a none lot of, of that. Hmm. I can't, I'm trying to remember. Okay, so I think I would want to marry whichever one burned Susie alive because <laughs> <laughs> they did me a great service. <sighs> um. I would kill the one with the lowest body count. I forget which one it is. I can't remember. I guess uh, it was the one that got into the escalator, into the elevator, because he got duped. Yes. He got screwed real bad. <laughs> we'll, we'll get rid of him. And then... I guess... Okay. Whoever blew up Leslie's head. I would have an I would have a lovely date with them and maybe it would end well for them. <laughs> That's fair, Nicholas. Um Okay. So 
the one that shoots the laser at the mirror and then like has a spaz attack and like explodes that's the one that, that I would marry and I'm I don't know why I just I just find that one more charming than the other ones. Is it because you could like nurture it? Like they're there. It's fine. We all Maybe. make mistakes. Um, I would. I think I would. Fuck the one that. Um, what's her name ends up killing at the end. That's fair. Because he seems like the most aggressive. Yeah. Um, and then the one that gets stuck in the elevator, like he, he just, he wasn't meant for this world. So he should, you know, let's just, let's just like give him a mercy kill. Yeah, that's fair. So I'm going to marry the one that shoots the pink laser beams because that one feels the most feminine to me. (laughs) (laughs) Um, I'm going to fuck the one that choked out, uh, no shirt, unbuttoned pants guy at the cigarette machine because... Mama knows I like a little fun. Uh-huh. <laughs> and I'm I'm also going to kill Elevator Robot because he seemed... I'm sure he was level one because he was the least aggressive and cut out for this job. Yeah. I'd... He wasn't in it to win it as far as I'm concerned. No. He was, if anything, he was an understudy robot. And then, like, also, if we really want to pull back on this and, like, do, like, a, you know... From from space, look down at the earth, kind of moment here. I did these robots get ample training for their job? You know, like did they even know what they were walking into? Like, is well, it even their fault? It's true. Hmm. It's true. I'm, I'm gonna say really no. Success were they? But wait, they no, they definitely were. They were armed with tasers, laser beams. Um, uh, full-on, like, traction wheels, like, some serious aluminum body situation. Like, they were tactical-bound. So, So I feel like it was human error in programming and not necessarily, um, being ill-equipped for their job. That's fair. Well, then I guess those humans just got what they deserved. I mean, they were all pretty terrible, so. Yeah. Yeah. They were all really terrible. Um, also, you're hiding out in a pizza shop that two of the people work at. Have a snack. I would have had a snack big time. Like, I would have been, been chomping on those garlic logs, man. And then, like, and then, and then they're sitting there in the dark, and the the married girl who shouldn't be there to begin with is tabulating how much they're gonna owe this mall yeah she's the, like we're gonna be in hawk to this mall for 85 years and the guy's like how many oil changes is that and he's like she's like two million like oh my god you just did that on your calculator real quick also your casio e3000 watch is not going to tell you the probability of you making it out alive Susie. sorry yeah i'm sorry you didn't sorry about it um <laughs> all right so like, I feel like we've already read these people. We don't need to open the library. It's fine. But um, what about recommendations? Um, do you want to go first? Hmm? Sarah, do, would you, do you have a recommendation as to what you've watched recently? Read? Listened to? <sighs> what have I... 
what have I um especially as somebody who is new to the horror scene new that's true I am very new um to this whole um to this whole <laughs> there you go whole moment um I don't see I don't read a lot of like spooky books um what I've been listening to a lot recently is the and that's why we drink podcast I have that's been fair. obsessively listening to that um because it's like the perfect combination of, I mean, it's the perfect combination of sexy and sweet. It's like a little spooky, a little true crimey. It's very good. Um, so I've been like exclusively like super enjoying that um, because it's ghosts on a level that I, my like wimpy self can handle because I can't handle ghosts. I, I'm Italian, so I believe in everything. So like, I can't do it. <laughs> like, like ghost movies, possession movies, like that's not my neighborhood. So whole mood just for you. It's just it's too festive. So and that's why we drink is I've been going in heavy with that this week. This past couple of weeks, I've been really feeling it. So Nicholas. Um. Okay. So my first recommendation, which is related to Chopping Mall, is if anybody doesn't listen to How Did This Get Made. Which is Paul Shear, June, Diane, Raphael, and um, what the I fuck? love them. I forget the the third guy's name, but I love him, and I'm sorry, but it's a really great podcast. It's super super funny, and they break down movies that are horrible. And they did a Chopping Mall episode as one of their Halloween specials, like a very long time ago. And very long, meaning like a few years ago, because podcasting hasn't been around that long. But I would suggest listening to the Chopping Mall episode of How Did This Get Made? Um, I believe I'm on the same wavelength with June Diane about feeling queasy about the married couple being there and their intentions. Um, But also just listen to all of it because it's really fun. Uh, Horror-wise, I have been trying to finish season one of Nosferatu on Shudder. Oh, don't tell me. I've barely watched season one. Well, it's really good. Okay. I would would definitely watch it. Um, And Zachary Quinto is just, I mean, in character and in real life, he just, he's creepy. Um, I agree. (laughs) So he's good at being creepy. Um, what else? Um, Castle Rock continues to be weird and out there, but in a good way. So watch Castle Rock if you haven't been. And actually, I've also been starting, uh, uh, and that's why we drank from the beginning in the last couple of weeks because I love um Christine. Well, I love Christine, but I love Beach to Sandy Water to Wet. Yeah, I agree. And um I I do in I do enjoy having more Christine content to consume, but I have to say I love M. I agree. She she is fantastic. And um yeah, I I wish that I had the time for more spooky things this week, but it was Thanksgiving. Yeah. 
Um, I'm probably gonna just watch spooky things all day tomorrow and order a pizza and be lazy, and it'll be my favorite day. I mean, yeah, yeah it is uh, the blue cheese holiday. Oh, blue cheese! I'm excited for you to have a blue cheese holiday. That sounds amazing. Yeah. So for anyone, for anyone that's like, what's going on? I did. I procured the blue cheese from Aunt Marie, so that's it's in my fridge and waiting. I'm so glad we came full circle on that. Yeah. <laughs> I know I for sure was like, you know, waiting in the wings for you to like send me a picture yesterday. Be like, blue cheese is secure. It it, it is secure. Is secure. Um. So. so, jumping on your, how did this get made? Uh, my recommend J- recommendation is, um, I'm sorry. Have you watched it? No. What's that? Oh my God. I'm sorry. Is one of my favorite series. It's on Netflix right now. You can watch seasons one and two. Um, Andrea Savage is the writer and the creator and the star. Um, Jason Mansukis, who is on How Did It Get Made? Uh huh. Is on the show with her. June Diane Raphael makes an appearance, and it is basically. Um, she took her real life experiences as like a quote unquote like Hollywood mom and like turned it into a series and pretty much everything that she has written into an episode has actually happened to her in real life. So it's okay. it's hilarious. Is it new? Um, there are two seasons. She's currently working on season three right now. She's writing it, but she also has a podcast which you may enjoy, and I think it's called Grown A Grown Adult Woman. Well, and like she that. has various um, of her quote-unquote famous friends on there, like June Diane Raphael. Love her. Yeah. Um, Andrea Savage. It's called A Grown Up Woman. Hashtag mm-hmm. buttholes. Oh. Uh, and one of my favorite episodes was she had John Hamm on. John Hamm, Mila Kunis, um, wow. you know, BFF with uh, Mike Shinoda from Lincoln uh-huh. Park, which is very weird. And there was a whole episode where she talks about how she went on vacation with Mike Shinoda's family because their kids go to school together. This is a very Hollywood problem. And her mom was there. And they were at the beach and her mom's nipple slipped out. And Mike Shinoda was like, what do I do? Do I address this? Do I look? Do I not look? Oh, no. No, it's a, <laughs> it's a very feel-good comedy podcast that will um, make you feel good about being an adult. I love a good comedy podcast. I do have one more thing that I just remembered I've been watching, like, obsessively. Okay. It's not a horror thing. Okay. It's not a spooky thing. It's a Chinese drama that is on Netflix right now, streaming. It is called The Untamed. And it is basically about gay ancient Chinese wizards. Whoa. It's wild. The The source material, it's based off of a, a Chinese novel that's been translated into English. Um, but in the novel, the two main characters are like an actual like gay couple that get married and adopt a baby. Um, but they're wizards? But they're, they're wizards. They have powers. Um, and the drama itself, it's called The Untamed. It's on Netflix. It's really entertaining if you like that kind of thing. It's super fun. Um, like all of my friends on Twitter, we've all been like obsessively watching it and like screaming at each other about it. 
Um, and it's actually, I was expecting it to just be like very silly. Um, but there's actually some really like poignant emotional stuff that happens. Um, and a but lot there of wizards. Like, and a lot of like heated stares. Um, oh. Yeah, Ooh. I always feel like you're, it's one of those shows where like with the two main characters, you always feel like, you always feel like you're interrupting something. Like you just walk in on a on an argument. Like, should I be? No, not an argument. Definitely <laughs> not an argument. Oh, like, like a sexual argument. Yeah. Okay. It's, it's very like like you could cut the tension with a knife. Like it's oh. the the stairs are very heated, and you're like, should I be watching this right now? Like, do you need a moment? But I it's also... like really it's really entertaining. The novel is really entertaining as well. Um, there's a lot of episodes though, and a bunch of my friends have already finished all of them, so I'm way behind. But I'm getting into like the meat of it now and it's like very it's addictive. If you like soap opera type stuff, drum dramatic, like pining and all that stuff, it's fun. It's fun. It's a good watch. It's called The Untamed. I love it. I love stuff like that. Um, I also have a recommendation. It's called Go See Knives Out. Oh yeah. Oh, I've been wanting to see that. It is hardy. It is about two point one five hours. It's like wow. two hours fifteen minutes. Um, but it was very good. I mean, Chris Evans and Daniel Craig, of course it's good. Daniel Craig is phenomenal in it. He plays like a, a very Southern good old boy type uh, detective. I love him. Old timey sleuths. I love Daniel Craig. I'll watch pretty much anything that he's in because I just love him. Also, Jenny Slate's stand-up comedy. Oh, it's so good. It's so good. Nick, if you have nothing to do today, go watch it. I'm technically supposed to be... I'm technically working right now, is what I will oh, say. Oh, I'm not. Um, So I hope whoever... I don't think anyone from work listens to this, but I have all my logs open. I am monitoring everything. I am just on call, and I needed to multitask. So The life of a scientist exactly i'm very important but mostly self-important but actually not um no you should be self-important you should pump yourself up i'm so proud of you for having self-confidence enough to say that out loud oh yeah i mean i no 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 stop okay (laughs) that's it hype yourself hype yourself all right well then recommendation love yourself love yourself Uh, Um, yeah like that like that uh guy in the vine yeah, exactly. That's what I was going for. I know. Thank you. Uh, um, I went to a, I went to a BTS place. Oh, okay. They have an album um, called "Love Yourself." So everybody, go listen to BTS. Love yourself. Sarah, <laughs> what's your favorite Vine? What's my favorite Vine? Yeah. Oh no. Um, <laughs> Taking this in a new direction today. Before oh, we sign off, dare you? Um, well, I always think of you with the Valentino white bag one. That's fair. <laughs> Because I know you love that one. I do. A lot. A lot. My roommate and I do peanut butter baby with each other a lot. Ah. I hate that that one so much. It makes me so uncomfortable. Is it because you're like Leanne and the smell of wet peanut butter? Like when you're washing a peanut butter knife makes her want to gag? No, it's because the baby makes me uncomfortable. Does it feel good? Yeah. Ah. (laughs) <laughs> it makes me so uncomfortable. Nick, what's your favorite vine? My favorite vine is a little girl who's eating celery in the princess dress, and then she goes, hey, I want to be famous. <laughs> she is a whole mood for this podcast. I yeah. wish we could have a shirt with her on it. 
I was going to say, I don't know if you could use her likeness, but... <laughs> we could try. We could sure should try. Oh, uh, okay. Sarah, do you want to plug your social media? Do you feel comfortable doing so? If not, that's fine. I'm, I'm, I don't mind who follows me. Um, I don't really use my main Twitter. I have, like, a, a Twitter that I yell about K-pop on um, because that's my drug of choice. Um... So if anybody wants to follow my Twitter for some K-pop feelings, um, my Twitter is expensive Jimin. Um, and then, oh, I just got a Charlie horse. I love that. <laughs> that's that's uh, a whole mood. <laughs> oh, God, she hurts, man. She's got something to say. Um, and then my Instagram is Mouton for pink sheep. So M-O-U-T-O-N-R-O-S-E. That's me social Nicholas, media do you want to plug your social media slash our social media i mean i don't feel like i need to plug mine uh you can it's my favorite place to go sometimes oh i don't really have much on my own thing but whatever um uh shoot girl my brain just went blank my instagram is she bring it to every bowl um that's at she bring it the number two and then the word y-o-u every ball all one word um but more importantly um follow copulators die first at copulators die first pod on instagram we're on twitter at cdf pod you can email us at copulators die first podcast at gmail.com um and more things coming soon. Ooh. Ooh. I'm very excited. Um, you can follow me at gory underscore Feldman as my main. You could also follow my tertiary co-hosting endeavor uh, at Toil and Trouble. Um, we're fun. Tori's fun. I'm glad she exists. So, you know, she has me working really fucking hard doing, talking about, like, you know, shit I don't talk about here. Yeah. <laughs> That's literally what it is. She's like, oh, you want to talk about some more dead kids? I'm like, not really, but okay. We'll I do guess it. We'll do it. Whatever you want, you're the boss. Um, what else do we have on the agenda, Nick? Anything good? I mean, technically we didn't do jack-o'-lantern ratings, but Oh yeah, let's do that. Sarah, what's your jack-o'-lantern rating? One to five. Of um chopping mall? Yeah. Um, and also here. No oh, hold on. Of your of my podcasting experience, yeah, with us. Sorry, my, my Skype just cut out for like a hot second, so I had to fill in those blanks for myself. Um, I would say podcast experience it would be a, a. Are we doing like a one to five? You can yeah. do one to five. You could do one to ten. You could do one to a hundred. I don't care. Well, I would give it like a hundred pumpkins because I love <laughs> you guys. And oh. I have um, for chopping mall. Oh, God. Um, I would say if we're rating it on a scale of one to five for, like, a bad movie, it gets five. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yes. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But I would say for, like, a normal movie, I would give it, like, two and a half or three. Yeah. That's pretty generous. She's not yeah. good, man. She's trying hard, but doesn't mean that she's doing it well. Did she try like... hard, though? Um, <laughs> in only some aspects, I feel, um, like 
not many movies has an alternate title that is still really well known. And I feel like that might have been an insurance policy for them. Like, just in case people saw Chopping Mall and were like, ew, that sucks. They could be like, well, I'm not talking about Chopping Mall. I'm talking about Killbots. Mm. Um, Anyway, I would give this like a two out of five jack-o'-lanterns. I am going to give this a two and a half out of five. It would have gotten a serious three for me had the poster not been as seriously misleading as it is. Yeah, because I want I still want to see that movie that I was. Yeah, I want, you know, um, a robot with actual like humanoid type hands chasing me through them all. So maybe that'll be our first endeavor into filmmaking. We'll make the chopping mall that we were promised. That's good. That's what I want in life. Yeah. We'll use like a Nintendo power glove. I mean, that robot basically looks like that Nintendo helper bot on so, wheels. That This is true. This is very true. Um, oh, I, I feel like we're cracking into this, you know, um, conspiracy now. And so um, they basically use that robot on wheels. Yeah, and they use the power glove for the advertising. You know, uh, I wouldn't be upset if they had done that. I just wish they had been forthright with me about it. I mean, yeah, yes, I, I, I don't disagree with you. But um, yeah, so that is kid. That, that's nope, chopping I, bots. That's I, that's I, chopping bots. That's chopping bots. Um, <laughs> I'll call it that instead. Chopping bots sounds like a shitty transformer that you got from Walmart one year for Christmas. I am that shitty transformer from Walmart. Same. <laughs> Just kidding. I'm the Target GI Joe brand that I got as a kid. <laughs> you want to know how hard my mom tried that Christmas? He was Canadian. Oh no. Yeah. Oh. Thanks, no. thanks, Mildred. <laughs> thanks for nothing, Sarah. Thank you so much for being a guest. Finally, it's only taken me 11 months to make this happen. Thank you for letting me guest, even though I'm like a baby horror fan. Okay, that's what we want. We want the baby horror fans because that means we're doing something right. I'm baby. Toot toot, I'm baby. Um, Baby horror fan, thank you for being a guest. Thank you for being our friend. And thank you for always being a part of the pumpkin patch. Oh, thank you. I love you guys. Love you. Thank you for letting me do this. I had a blast. You guys are fun. I mean, it took less to get you to do this than it took you to get a tattoo with me. So, (laughs) you know. Yay, consumerism. Yay, Yay. the holiday season. We're here. Go Black Friday. Do not leave your house. Don't buy anything today. Actually, don't. Yeah, I would agree with that. But then also, like, um, maybe... Take part in Small Business Saturday. Take part in Small Business Saturday and maybe find a way to show your love for the people that you love that doesn't have to deal with just buying them things. Um, make, but make it's also... you care about a macaroni necklace. Or macaroni. And or macaroni. Yeah. yeah, macaroni. Nothing says I love you like pasta. I... I would take the pasta. I would I'd be very happy. Nothing says I love you like pasta. And Nothing with that, pumpkins. I love you like pasta. We will Bye. see you next week. Okay. Bye. Goodbye. Keep on creeping.